Chapter Six of Our Little Hindu Cousin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sarah and Gracia Partial. Our Little Hindu Cousin by Blanche McManus. Chapter Six. The Little Sahib Sees the Big Elephants. Today I must take the young elephants home said uncle achmed when the wedding festivities were over are the two little princelings ready to go with me he continued smiling at his two nephews indeed we are exclaimed the two boys wild with delight though they did not whoop or jump about as boys probably would do elsewhere little hindu children don't make much noise at any time it would be thought strange because it would be bad manners to do so indeed a hindu very seldom even laughs loudly but there was nothing that chola and mahala really liked better than to go to their uncle's house and see the big elephants at work uncle achmed had a big lumber yard on the banks of the ganges and used many elephants to move about and pile up the great logs of teak wood wouldn't little boys in america think it a lot of fun if they could go out into the country and see instead of horses a lot of elephants at work well that is just what a little hindu boy can do for elephants are almost as plentiful as horses in india and they use them for many kinds of work where we use horses or machinery i have brought the old elephant with me he is wise and will be able to show the others the way home and also he will tell them how to behave said achmed as he and the two boys made their way to the serai the camping place of the elephants outside the city gate here were lots and lots of great gray elephants swinging their long trunks from side to side as they swayed and stamped around while their owners and drivers shouted and disputed together the two young elephants were hobbled in one corner swaying to and fro and swinging their trunks in a rather wicked way nearby was uncle achmed's old elephant swinging his trunk at the two young ones as much to say there are a great many things for you youngsters to learn yet and i am going to teach you the driver touched the old elephant with his stick and the great beast slowly knelt down achmed and the boys then climbed in to the howdah and the great big elephant marched off with much dignity look the little elephants do not like the road said chola pointing to the new elephants who would not budge a little prodding from the driver's sharp stick however made them change their minds quickly and they meekly followed the old elephant thou art like two little rajas now said uncle achmed with a smile as he squatted in the howdah beside them and took out his betel box it was a beautiful little silver box all inlaid with enamel and precious stones inside were three compartments which held betel nuts lime and spices he took a pinch of all three of these and began to chew the pont as the mixture is called the boys had a very good time they would call down to the children walking along the dusty road and twit them for not being able to ride in state as they were doing just as children do the world over everybody gave them the road or rather the big elephants took it as a matter of course the old elephant took all kinds of liberties with the passers-by 
evidently just for the fun of the thing he would give a fellow trudging along a nudge on the back with the end of his trunk which would nearly scare the fellow to death or he would sneeze as it were into a lazy beggar's face which would make the holy man very angry indeed once he deliberately took a nice ripe melon out of a cart and ate it while its owner who was fast asleep never missed it he is a wise one said uncle achmed but what is the matter there he cried looking back the matter was that a wedding procession had just come out of a side road the bride was in a litter covered with gay curtains and gold embroideries and the bridegroom was riding a white horse which was all decked with flowers and had his mane and tail dyed pink with all this splendor there was much beating of drums and music from other noisy instruments one of the new elephants had taken a great fright and backed up against the bride's litter this had made the bridegroom's horse rear up and nearly upset him on the dusty road the poor little bride screamed and the crowd of relations and friends abused the elephant and all his family and kindred back through many generations several hundreds of years which is the true hindu fashion of showing one's anger the drivers prodded and punched but the young elephant would not move then old ranji the wise old elephant wheeled around and went up to the naughty and obstinate youngster and gave his trunk such a twist that he squealed out in pain then ranji gave him a push out into the middle of the road again and after this kept the young one right in front of him he was so scared that he scarcely dared to swing his trunk from side to side again and all went smoothly until they lumbered into the great courtyard of achmed's house which sat in the middle of a wide expanse of rice fields as they climbed down out of the howdah the head servant made a salam or bow before the master until his forehead touched the ground which is a way of being very polite he then told achmed that the colonel sahib and the little sahib had done him the honor of coming to see him and were now even sitting in the garden awaiting his coming all englishmen in india are called sahib and englishwomen are called mem sahib achmed found the colonel sitting on a bed under the big tree in the garden this bed the head servant had brought from the house for him to sit on for this is one of the forms of politeness shown to english visitors at a hindu home just then little sahib ran up to see the elephants and who should he be but the little boy who had lost his way in the bazaar look it is the little sahib i talked with exclaimed chola to mahala hello said harry holding up his hand oh i forgot you never shake hands he continued isn't it funny to think i should see you again but this isn't the same boy who was with you before he continued turning to mahala the boys were delighted to see each other again and soon were talking away as if they had always known one another though sometimes it is hard for them to understand and they made many funny mistakes harry thought the big elephants were wonderful beasts and wanted to see them at work so the boys took him down to the river where the elephants were piling up the teak the elephant picks up one end of a log with his trunk and lays that on the pile and then he takes hold of the other end 
and so brings it around in place. All the while his driver sits on the neck of the great beast and tells him what to do by prodding him gently with his iron-shod stick. After a while the elephants become so well trained that they will do their work without any guidance whatever. Henry was amazed. He had never seen the elephants at work before, but it was an old story told to the Hindu boys, and they told him how the elephants were made to help build roads and railroads, and even carry a cannon on their back in battle. Elephants are very intelligent, and can be trained to do the most wonderful things. We will go now and see the wonderful elephant of old Yusuf, said Chola, leading the way to the back of the house, where old Yusuf, the head driver, lived. Here they saw the funniest sight. Yusuf's baby grandson lay asleep on a mat in front of the door, and the old elephant was standing by, waving his trunk backwards and forwards over the baby to keep away the flies. How the children laughed! That is the funniest ayah I have ever seen, said Harry. An ayah is the name for the Indian nursemaids. Old Yusuf now came up and showed them how the elephant would wake up the coolies, or laborers, when they were sleeping in the shade, by filling his trunk with water and squirting it over the sleeping fellows. When he wanted his master, he would go to the door of his house and knock against it with his foot, just as a person would knock with his fist, only a good deal harder. Yusuf knows, too, the language that the elephants talk together in the jungle, whispered Chola to Harry. It really seemed as if the old man did understand the language of the elephants, for he would speak to the elephant with strange sounds, and the beast would follow him about like a dog. He has taught me to speak some of the elephant talk also, continued Chola, looking very knowing. Harry told the boys that his father had come to talk with Achmed about a tiger hunt that he and several other Englishmen, who were friends of him, were planning. Achmed was well known as a good man to plan the hunt, for he knew the jungle well, as the wild forests of India are called. Papa is going to take me on the tiger hunt. Won't that be fine? said Harry eagerly. Mamma was afraid at first, but I begged as hard as I knew, told her that if I was going to be in the Indian survey some day, I'd have to go through the jungle, grass, and wild forests, and take measurements with all sorts of instruments and things, and that I might as well get acquainted with the country now. Then Papa laughed and said that I ought to begin as soon as possible, and so it is all fixed. Why couldn't you both come too? Harry asked the boys. Your uncle could bring you. Wouldn't it be fun? Perhaps we could shoot a tiger ourselves. Oh, I shouldn't dare think of attacking a tiger, gasped the little Chola. Hindus are, as a rule, mild, gentle folk. Perhaps this comes from their laws, so commonly observed, which forbid them to kill animals or eat meat. Perhaps you were afraid to go, said Harry. I have not fear, though I would not be brave enough to attempt to kill a great tiger, but I should like to go all the same. We are brave people, and many of our warrior castes serve in the great Saib's army, as you know, said Chola proudly. I did not mean to say that. I know that you people are brave. Father often says he never had a finer lot of soldiers than those in his Indian regiment, replied Harry hurriedly. He was afraid that he had hurt the little Hindu boy's feelings. But perhaps you can go, Chola, if Mahala can't. Let us go now and ask your uncle if he will take you, continued Harry. 
by all means let the boy come achmed he will be a companion for you and harry said the colonel sahib and he will help you learn hindustani too you do need help do you not laughed his father what will your father say if the gods of the jungle carry you off said achmed half banteringly he could not long refuse his favorite nephew anything that he could give him and so it was arranged that achmed with two of his best drivers and chola should meet the colonel sahib and his party at the big railway station in lucknow in a week's time from there they would take the fire wagons to a certain small village from which they would make their real start for the jungle end of chapter six the little sahib sees the big elephants read by sarah and gracia partial sarah partial dot blogspot dot com new york